This is Quiet Fire. This is Quiet Fire, a program about the spiritual life of Abraham Lincoln and its relevance to us today. Welcome. This is Duncan Newcomer. Here's a Lincoln quote for you. If I were in your place, I'd let him up easy. Let him up easy. President and Commander-in-Chief Lincoln is answering the general in charge of Richmond, Virginia, how he should treat the proud but afraid defeated people of the Confederate capital. Now, Lincoln never gloated in his life, even when he bragged as a wrestler at the age of 20 over being the big buck of his lick. He really was a fighter, but more than a winner, he would be moral and he would be pragmatic. We can recall way back in his youth when he caught his friends stealing the family melons and how, once captured, he sat down with them to eat some of the contraband melons. He made his enemies his friend. It was a virtue he had read about in his school reader. So his words were, let him up easy, let him up easy. The Civil War had enraged nearly everyone. The causes of union and abolition drew upon wellsprings of love for humanity and democracy, as well as hatred for slavery and slave owners. But rage and love did not motivate President Lincoln. In order to simply run the show, he had to hold both rage and love at arm's length, as one scholar writes. Lincoln also had once said that he did not engage in malice because what he dealt with was too vast for malice. Malice is selfish. Malice comes from an angry and hurt ego. Lincoln was a deep thinker. Lincoln had a deep spirit. He could know and act on the vastness of the American idea. The common good of all was his job, his jurisdiction. He could not afford the personally comfortable emotions of anger, revenge, or love. Anger and love are not, in the end, useful politically. And Lincoln was political and pragmatic. The new birth of freedom, so promised by the end of the Civil War, would come about through what he called statecraft, what politics achieves at its best, and which only politics could achieve. If Lincoln had been the king, he would not need politics. He could be like the Tsar of Russia and free the slaves like the Tsar freed the serfs of Russia by edict. No need for politics if you are the Tsar or king. If Lincoln had been king... He would, by executive order, create the new United States after the Civil War. But the king was the hero of the former age. Lincoln was the new kind of hero. And we can see what kind of hero a political leader is through the very perspective of this radio feature, his spiritual life. Take Joseph Campbell, for example. He is the one who traced spiritual and mythological culture in his book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. Many of us saw his Power of Myth series on television with Bill Moyers. This is what Joseph Campbell says about the evolution of the new kind of spiritual hero. He writes, quote, The hero of today becomes the tyrant of tomorrow unless he crucifies himself today. 
What he means by the crucified hero is the person, and he means all of us, not just our leaders, who needs to get beyond their own ego. What will save the world now is not the ego that Lincoln thought he was when he was 20, the big buck of the lick, the mythological red knight, the violent strong man. Nor will the world be saved by the person who thinks he or she is closest to God, as Lincoln says to those who would worship him as their liberator. Worship God, not a man, and be grateful to him, to God, for freedom. It is then the big ego that must be crucified in the leader, and the I and the life of we, the common people. We need most to be spiritual in nature, and our ego needs to come to terms with that, says Joseph Campbell. Our egos must be crucified and then resurrected, but not as an I, but as a thou, a thou that sees equally the thou in everyone. This is where democracy is a spiritual practice. Thou is in everyone. And this is what will save society and the world, and of course now the earth itself, the creative hero who is willing and able to be self-sacrificial, ego-sacrificial, not unlike what we begin to see in the spiritual and the political life of Lincoln. One that can lead us as well in honor down to the latest generation. This is Duncan Newcomer, and this has been Quiet Fire, The Spiritual Life of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs>